I'm not an investor. People always tell me, you should have your money working for you. I decided, I'll do the work. I'm gonna let the money relax. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you send your money out there working for you. A lot of times, it gets fired. You go back there, what happened? I had my money, it was here, it was working for me. Yeah, I remember your money. Showing up late, taking time off. We had to let him go. So we hear what Jerry Seinfeld has to say about uh, working his money harder, Dallas. Um, I never thought I'd see the day where you disagreed so passionately with Jerry Seinfeld. He's he's always been a hero of yours and an idol, and you think that he's completely wrong here. Look, he's he's wrong here, and, he, and not only that, he's a hypocrite. I've looked into <laughs> what he invests into. So 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 Jerry works his money hard. Um, obviously, that was a uh, that was that was one of the. That was actually the end. The clip that we just played was the end of the stock tip, yep, which, we've which we've done a, a podcast, a podcast on. Yeah, um, and in that, and in that, and in that particular Seinfeld episode, Jerry invests into uh, Sandrax, uh, one, uh, yeah, you know, one company, yep. uh, speculative company, and, and he and he loses a lot of money in yep. doing that. So uh, the clip is, you know, yeah, yeah, it's quite funny. I love the clip. Yeah. Where he's he's, he's 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 referring to to money as a human being, basically. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, which, which you've where, done many times yeah, on this podcast, which we've done, yeah. which we've done, and we love to do that. Yeah. Um, so I was just I, I wanted to just and we, I bang this drum all the time. I yeah. bang this drum all the time, and and when I die, I hope that I'm known for <laughs> saying. <laughs> and I've looked it up. I no, can't no, find any yeah, evidence yeah. that anyone else has invented yeah. this saying. Yeah. I hope that I'm known for the saying that yeah. that that when you stop getting dressed and going to work, yeah. your money now has to get dressed and go to work for you. Yeah. So think of that in those terms. The day yeah. that you retire and you stop getting dressed and going to work, your money now has to get dressed and it has to go to work for you because it's the one that's bringing in the income. So um, I disagree with what Jerry said. Yeah. Now. Not only that, Jerry disagrees with what Jerry said. <laughs> I looked at what he invests into. I feel like I should defend all comedians here where it's like they're not, they're they're not, not they're saying not, what they're they not, actually no, think. No. They're just saying what's funny, which yeah. is it's a great line. But so, uh, so, so, so what's Jerry do? Well, um, he recently sold a ski chalet for $14 million that he bought for $7 million. Okay. So, um, so uh, he puts it into a productive enterprise. Netflix yeah. paid $500 million for Seinfeld yeah. to... Uh, to, to buy the, the rights to Seinfeld. Um, he's you, you spoke about this before, about enterprise. Yes. Um, so, you spoke about transferring work and enterprise, and enterprise into money. money. Yeah. Um, what Jerry has done mm. has become an expert. I don't want to draw comparisons to all of us and Jerry Seinfeld. Obviously, he's in, he's in the... Yeah. Like a, 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 a very, I guess... Uh, specific class of, yeah, of, of 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 person that's been successful. Yes. However, the same um, thing applies. The same thing applies. So he, he's actually worked his money hard yep. to be able to yep. to. He, he's not letting it sit in the bank. He would have yep. an element of money in the yep. bank, I imagine. Yep. But he's 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 used productive enterprise. A la he's he's comedy and his yep. and his show. Yep. Um, which some say, and I agree with the greatest show of all time. Yeah. The the uh, so he's turned that into money. Yeah, he's turned that into money. So, look for you and I, 
for you and I and the listeners here, what we are talking about is that uh, for us, for us, we are talking about putting our money in productive enterprise yep. to generate enough of a return. So we know that we know that if we follow the Jerry's skit uh, yep. at the end of that, yep. if we put all of our money in cash and fixed interest, yep. forget the fact that we're actually a lender here. We are a lender yep. to other people that are using that money and and putting that to productive enterprise and paying yep. arbitraging that and paying us pittance in 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 terms of the return that they're getting on that money. Yeah. What's actually happening is that the, the yeah the rates of return for being a lender right now are historically low. Yeah. And I think are the most volatile thing that we've ever seen. Um, in the eighties, we could have a hundred thousand dollars in a term deposit, and that would have paid us back then fourteen fifteen thousand dollars a year in interest. Fast forward to two thousand and twenty two. $100,000 in term deposit pays us 500 bucks yeah. or 350 bucks yeah. a year. So I think I think that's the most volatile thing we've I've yeah, ever yeah. seen. Yeah. I've, I've never seen volatility. Yeah. So the, much yeah. in the in the in the in the income that's thrown from that thing from a term deposit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's highly risky. Yes. I think that's volatile. Yeah. I think that's well, that's all of those things. Yeah. Um what we're talking about and the pure black and white of it right now is that you just won't have enough. You just won't have enough. The average retiree won't have enough. In fact, mm. not, the, the the not average retiree, the, the, the top 10% of retirees by net worth wouldn't even have enough to, to, to sit all their money in term deposits. No, that's right. What we're talking about here is actually putting your money to use. Yes. Um, you have to be careful because you don't want to put all that into a Zentrax. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and, and lose that. Yeah. Um, uh, we bang the drum all the time about diversifying across the largest yeah. 200 companies in Australia, the largest 1,500 companies in the world. It doesn't have to be exactly that way, but it's nice and diversified. We would consider that um, uh, highly volatile at times, very predictable over the, the, the medium term. to longer term. Yep. And we've done podcasts on that. If you invested at what most would consider the worst possible time, which is one month before the 87 stock market crash, which is a 45% drop in three days, and you took your money out some 30 years later in um, uh, in, in May, April, May of 2020, when the markets had fallen 37%, mm. um, some people would have thought that's you wouldn't have done very well out of that. We, we've done the numbers on yeah. that. The rates of return on average per year have been uh, yeah, above 10% if you've been invested in the largest 500 companies in America. So, yeah. so, so we're talking there about very, very much predictability over the longer term, well, that's, uh, that's, volatility in the short term. That's, I think, my two points that you, that you sort of touched on, I guess, just to um, reiterate or to clarify this. There's two separate parts I think of when I listen to that clip, which is which is pretty clever because it's um, number one is that the concept of um, you know, I, I'll I'll go to work and let my there's a a different sort of thing that we used to talk about often with you know we had when we used to work with younger clients mm-hmm. uh, and I think maybe it's a generational thing um, 
we'd often have a 30 year old come in and go, I've, I've, I've worked really hard and I've, I've you know, saved up my $10,000. And, and you know, they, they probably hadn't really saved that hard if they've got $10,000 over many years of work. They've probably lived a pretty good lifestyle as well, but they go, I've got $10,000 and, you know, I need to, what, what's the most important thing that I should do with that $10,000? And, and the, the answer, which is fairly glib, is just whack the $10,000 into an index fund and go back to work because yeah. that's what you really need to do is go and focus more on, as we said, the work and enterprise part of your life is you need to go and develop your, your career, your earning capacity, your work, your enterprise and transfer that into money. Yeah, like we need to get the $10,000 working for you, but it's not going to make that big of a difference to you mm. right now. That's, I think, the big shift is for people. You know, if you're in your 50s now, you you sort of – that's, I think, the big turning point for people is that realisation that I can't just keep going to work forever. It, mm. It's not going to happen that way. I can't – you know, it, Jerry's joke about, you know, I'll, I'll let my money be lazy. I'll keep going to work. If you're 53, you're, you're probably starting to feel physically that you may be starting to slow down a little bit. And looking ahead 10, 15 years, you can see people that are 10, 15 years old and you go, well, some of them are not physically able to keep going to work and even the ones that, that can keep going to work mm. probably don't really want to be working as hard as what we are now. So that part of it doesn't really make sense. You, you just can't. Even if you wanted your money to be lazy and you do the work, you, you can't rely on that. You, know, you can't rely on that as a retirement strategy. We've yep. talked about it before is working forever is not is not a retirement strategy no it's, it's just not uh, it's not something that you can rely on it's not something that you can that you can be sure is going to happen the second part of that I, I think is that it is noticeable as you say that this this clip of Jerry talking about the money being lazy and, and you going to work is at the end of the episode where yeah they they are not he, he's not talking about investing he's talking about gambling he's talking yes. about speculating he's doing right. I've taken this money and I've bought this you know biotech company that i thought was going to go to the moon and 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 now it's 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 crashed so that's probably the differentiation that i'd make there is definitely definitely we're not saying you you should Mm. you don't go to work your money goes to work and by putting it to work we mean go and invest in in one individual company or into some high-flying ubiot stock Mm. tip what we're suggesting there is as you said take your money go and invest it thoughtfully and carefully in a very diversified uh, portfolio of the biggest and best companies in Australia mm. and around the world and then forget about it and then go back to work and then you keep mm. going to work, you keep doing your thing, let your money be working for you in the background so that when you when it comes time that you, you can't keep going to work and, and you have to let your money do the work for you, mm. you're in a position where you've got enough money doing enough work for you that you can, you can let that go ahead and do it for mm. you. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.